technology. If your flooring is showing its age or you just are ready to make a change, come see what's new and exciting at Carpet Design. Every Saturday from 10 to 3, take 20% off on flooring in the warehouse. Large selection too, free estimates, 643 Riverside Street, Carpet Design. Staying on top of your tax and accounting records doesn't have to be a struggle. I'm Patrick Sucher. Parker Mellinger has been providing professional solutions and outstanding value for over 30 years. Whether you're interested in QuickBooks consulting, monthly accounting, payroll preparation, or tax preparation, Parker Mellinger is the solution for your tax and accounting needs. Call us today. Your initial consultation is always free at Harker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. Looking for a new home? Come to Excalibur's Open House Extravaganza this weekend at Hidden Bridge Ranch. With over 40 homes under construction, you're sure to find the perfect fit. This desirable location is adjacent to Hidden Bridge Golf Course and the city walking paths with gorgeous views. Join Excalibur on Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Check out the map in this week's Country Bounty. Hidden Bridge Ranch, across from Midland Market. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to find your dream home. Prime Rate Motor, they recently had a customer stop in and inherited a vehicle and wanted to use it as a trade-in on a first car for their daughter who actually drove the old Blazer into the dealership. Prime Rate's team went right to work showing the soon-to-be college student what her parents had in mind, but she had her eye on the baby blue crossover. In the end, she drove out in the baby blue crossover, which gets great gas mileage and is a safe car for back and forth to Laramie. Problem solved here at Prime Rate Motors and Super Trailer Store, 2305 Coffeen Avenue in Sheridan. Novus Autoglass does more than just chip and windshield replacement. Hi, this is Cindy, and here at Novus Autoglass, we can replace window regulators, door glass, back glass, and many more other options. Big or small, we can fix them all. Novus Autoglass can also service and recalibrate lane departure and other safety systems. Stop in or call today to make an appointment. Novus Autoglass, 347 North Main, 672-0139. fun is your job? When was the last time you jumped out of bed before the alarm and got to work early? Do folks around your office <laughs> laugh enough? When you get a win, does everyone celebrate your success? Does solving creative problems give you a thrill? Yes! We know that thrill. And if you want more of it, we want to hear from you. Sheridan Media works with local business to increase revenue and grow the bottom line. We do it by creating smart, creative advertising on air, online, in print, and through digital devices. Every day, the Sheridan Media team comes to work and does the job that makes things better for our listeners, our clients, and our community. Sheridan Media is currently hiring a sales and marketing professional. If you're a creative, hardworking problem solver, we're looking for you. You'll earn a base salary plus commission. Plus, we offer health insurance, dental, a retirement plan, and generous paid time off. Sound good? Sound like leaping out of bed for Send your resume to Jim at SheridanMedia.com. That's Jim at SheridanMedia.com. Sheridan Media is an employee-owned company and an equal opportunity employer. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whiting. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. With us this morning is the chief of the Sheridan Police Department, Travis Koltiska. Captain of the Force, Tom Ringley, and Sergeant Jerry Rasmussen. Good morning, gentlemen. How are y'all doing? Good, Good, Floyd. Good morning. Now, uh, just real quick, I got to know, how's everyone feeling about the spring finally arriving? Skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the weather uh, yeah, on the way? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm waiting for 70s, so <laughs> we're not seeing it. So Yeah. Uh, at least the roads are dry, the conditions are better, and, you know, the uh, we're not dealing with the issues that the snow and the ice create on the roadway, so that's a good thing. Um, you know, we're helping the city identify pothole locations. That's been a big topic, and I know the city's going to get to work on getting those repaired as soon as possible because the winter is just super, super hard on potholes, and uh, um, they just expand so much quicker and under the conditions we've had all winter through no fault of anything but Mother Nature. I don't want to make her any more angry than she <laughs> seems to be, but, uh, yeah. you know, so, yeah, we're looking forward to some warm weather and some, some springtime. You know, uh, when it comes to those potholes, there are quite a few of them. But at the same time, the length of the winter and the way that the 
defrost and refreeze mm-hmm. has occurred over and over and over. That's what's making them bigger. Yep. And that's what's making those large cracks uh, kind of form into potholes in the first place. Absolutely. And so uh, we got to just have a little patience, folks. The city is working on this. They're actually going to contract this year. For some help to expedite yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, try to get that all finished up for us. The roads will be drivable once again. <laughs> now, um, we're going to talk about some graduates in a little bit. Uh, but uh, one thing that I, a question that I do have, it seems like there's always a, not a lot of turnaround, Captain, but uh, it, Sometimes you feel fully manned. Sometimes you're looking for people. Is the Sheridan PD fully manned right now? Um, it depends how you look at it. We're allocated 31 officers, um, and right now we, we do have four openings. Um, but it's everyone we have are the right people. Right. I mean, we, we could easily fill those spots and with the wrong people or people that aren't excellent even. And this isn't a indication on people's character it's just more of their fit um in our department and um what their uh self-receptions are and how they see them fitting in with sheridan in our community and and their vision of policing so yeah we do have four openings we usually run about three um but on the bright side we have two last week we had two officers graduate from the uh, peace officers basic course in douglas at the law enforcement academy that's um, aaron bass and ethan cox who are just starting their uh, 14-week field training officer uh, course. So we'll have them on their own probably shortly after rodeo. And so things are looking up. We are going to talk about Sergeant Rasmussen leaving, but it's for the best reason possible. Um, but, yeah, turnover, turnover is the nature of the beast. It's a, a nationwide issue. Um, like most uh, policing issues nationwide, they by and large passed the still passed this over um people are leaving for good reasons it's not because they're, they're not good people it's just because they um they have options and they, they make business decisions to do what's best for them yeah we would fully expect people to do that yeah absolutely and and kind of on that mark uh sergeant what what is your reason for uh heading out of the force so i've been here i've been with the department for 15 years and uh it's been absolutely phenomenal and i've Loved every minute of it. It's been an absolutely amazing experience. Uh, I've got some family obligations. I got an ailing father um, who's trying to kind of keep up with running a small little farm and you know do do some stuff that is a little bit outside of his capabilities at this point. And obviously, my mom is not able to do it herself. So a lot of it's kind of some family obligations and trying to make sure and you know help them out um, as best I can and and get back out there to where I'm originally from out with my, where my wife and kids are. But I mean, it's been absolutely phenomenal. I would, I would have loved to have been here another five to 10 years. I mean, the department's been, I, I can't say enough good things about the department. It's been absolutely phenomenal for me and my, and my family. Like you're going to have to lay down the shield and pick up those plow handles. So. A, a, a little, a little bit, you know, uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, it's more of just, you know, just being able to be there to take care of family and some, some obligations on the family side of things, but yeah, it's, but yeah, the, the department here has just been, it's been an extended family that's yeah. been absolutely, you know, phenomenal over the last, over the last 15 years. You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to um, devalidate or unvalidate <clears throat> any other profession, but uh, when it comes to certain professions, uh, you know, firefighter, police officer, soldier, Marine, there's a lot on the line. And being able to look at the individual next to you and trust them fully is something that you need in those kinds of jobs. It, it, it is. And that's why um, we have our standards and we have our process and we absolutely refuse to deviate from those standards. Because um, what I tell people, then we have people show up in this failed. The first step in our hiring process is a physical fitness assessment. And they fail miserably. And people can't understand that this person is going to potentially be backing up people whose welfare is Jerry and Chiefs and my primary responsibility in life. Why, why would we potentially set them up for failure? So it, it, it is. And I think just to touch on, Jerry's a very humble man. <laughs> um, and let's touch on some of his career highlights. He's been our training coordinator, um, making sure we're up to date on all of our training. He's been uh, an excellent uh, tour as a detective. 
Um, and he's for forever. I can't remember how long he's been our lead negotiator. So if, if you think oh, wow. back to um, the standoff we had a few years ago um, on Broadway, that was Jerry coordinating and conducting all, all of the negotiations on that. Um, and not just a, the sheer positive influence and role modeling he's had not only on his subordinates, but also on uh, the chief and myself. It's just been absolutely fantastic. Um, and this is a fantastic family um, that, that's moving away, but our loss is going to be another community's gain. Um, yeah. And I think that mentoring aspect is one thing that a lot of people, unless you've worked in these types of positions, might not fully understand. You know, yeah, you might have that guy down at the shop that you really look up to because he knows all that stuff. But when you're wearing a uniform, you are an image. Yes. Your name goes away. Now you're just Sheridan PD, firefighter and rescuer or, or soldier. I mean, that's what people see. Yes. And and so being able to conduct yourself in that manner uh, and and being able to look at up to someone who does that. I mean, it's it's thank God it's not absolutely rare, but when you have a great mentor, you hate to lose them. You just absolutely hate to lose that. Cuz it's it's something that other troops can aspire to. Yeah. <clears throat> and so uh Sergeant, I'll turn back to you real quick and just ask you with without uh, degrading any of the other fantastic memories that you've had what would you say is some one of the fondest stories that you'll look back on oh, for goodness. years to come boy oh boy there's uh, there, there's probably quite a few of them that I pr- that probably wouldn't be okay to tell on radio right, right. <laughs> um, I, I think there's probably more of those than there are of not um you know i, I think uh probably one of the ones that is probably not as highly publicized was a number of years ago. And obviously a ju- it's, it involves a juvenile, so I won't share any names or anything like that, but we, or I was able to, on an investigation, I worked just by myself. I was able to re- help recover a young lady who was six years old that was abducted from her adoptive parents, taken to Spokane, Washington without her consent or obviously without the six-year-old's consent, but obviously without the adoptive parents' consent. Yeah. And the person that took her uh, ended up chopping her hair off, dyeing her hair, trying to conceal her in a, an apartment. And it was a kind of a three-day, it was an all-encompassing three-day. We were on the point of asking at that point, it would have been Chief Adrian's to maybe do an Amber Alert and to go to that point. And we ended up finding the individual that, that got this person um, to got, got this little girl, um, charged her with kidnapping and was able to recover the six-year-old. And I remember if, if there was anything that ever impacted me greatly in my career was the fact that it was about two o'clock in the morning when I was able to go out to the adopted family who, who adopted this young lady, go out there and tell them, hey, we've got your little girl. She's going to come home. And I remember the mom and dad just wept and they they asked me, can we, can we give you a hug? And, you know, in the officer safety world, you know, you're like, well, you should never be giving a hug to somebody. I mean, I'm right. carrying a lot of stuff on me, including a gun. I remember absolutely and give me a hug. And I remember I embraced them and the mom and dad just absolutely just cried. And I mean, I remember that was probably one of the more impactful things that ever happened to me. Cause I remember walking away from that. You see a lot of really bad stuff in this job, but at the end of the day, you know, you walk away from that saying, this is why I do this. This is why I signed up for this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is a fantastic memory. Uh, You know, horrible situation. Yeah. But fantastic outcome. Yeah. Now, um, do you you ever think you might miss the rush? Absolutely. You know, know, I I think that it is without a doubt um, one of these things, especially for these younger officers that are coming in, you know, I, I spoke with the officer that's on my shift uh, or what, what used to be my shift um, before I gave it up um, and they promoted uh, Sergeant John Snoozy. But, uh, you know, he talked about, you know, when he stepped into the profession of teaching early on in his life, he was in his young 20s. And he said, oh, this is a little too boring for me. I need something better than this. So he ended up going into law enforcement. He's actually working out right now and he's, he's do, he does a great job. He came to us from Washington State, and he does he does a phenomenal phenomenal work. And um, I know that there's absolutely a rush that goes into that. There's a lot of ups, there's a lot of downs, so you kind of have to mitigate that. But yeah, it, it's it's been phenomenal. I'm sure I'll miss it, but 
as I get older, I, I kind of, I told, you know, my supervisor, Lieutenant Keller, I told him, I, I need to kind of age gracefully, you know, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know at what point the, the, you know, constant ups and downs are going to be a little bit much. And, you know, I kind of want to start winding it down, but you know, yeah, it, it's absolutely going to be something I will miss. You know? You're gonna enjoy your life a little bit uh, safer behind uh, the wheel of oh, a baler or something, hopefully, right? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> and of all the duties that you have uh, uh, fulfilled, what would you say was the position that you look back on uh, with the fondest memories? As, I mean, trainer, investigator, detective, sergeant. That's a lot of different duties. Yeah. I think with the fondest memories, I think the relationships I've built, you know, I, I think everybody always kind of talks about, you know, you deal with some pretty rough stuff. You deal with some pretty rough calls every single day. Yeah. And I think, you know, those, they kind of, they kind of tend to wear on you after a while, but I think, you know, the, the relationships I've created, um, just being a sergeant and doing that, that's, that's the biggest thing. The other thing is when I was a detective, it was a phenomenal run. It was a great opportunity to work with the biggest cases. It also gave me the confidence after I was a detective to be able to step into leadership roles, into supervisory roles, because I always had the confidence that no matter what you threw at me, if you threw a homicide at me, if you threw an armed robbery at me, you know, some kind of a serious sexual assault, I always had the confidence I've dealt with these before. I can do this. You know, I, I know how to run these cases. You know, this is not, I, this can all be, we can figure all of this out. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. And confidence. Yes. Such a major player in, in your position. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we talked about uh, just a, a little bit ago, the, the idea that you're no longer the person, you're the shield, you're the uniform. And, and you know, when, when the police arrive on scene, you're the ones that you're getting control of this situation. You know, mm -hmm. that, that's a lot on top of someone, uh, to bear, going into a stressful situation on top of it. Yeah. You know, not only do I have to get the bad guy in this, but I got to calm the entire situation and de-escalate everything. Right. Within your time in the service, what did you see that changed the most? Oh, goodness. Um, I think, you know, to be honest with you, you know, going to a domestic violence is, you know, it's kind of the same when I started as it is now. They're, they're never good. They're always... That you always bring in some of those aspects. I think the biggest thing that I've seen is really the technological advancements and the stuff that we have been able to implement as a police department um, in terms of that, that side of it. The other thing is, too, um, I think, you know, along with all this technology, the one thing that has never changed, and I think this is a good thing, we, the technology is super advanced now. But the one thing that has never changed has always been our standards. You know, our standards and our hiring practices and who we bring in we always bring in the best people because when you go to somebody who's like an intoxicated driver or when you go to a domestic violence situation, you know, those are usually, you know, pretty similar from the day I started till the day till, till now, you know, you're going to see a lot of the same stuff just kind of in a little bit different version. Yeah. But the people that we have hired, that has been one of the best things that stayed the same, but the technology now we can do stuff a lot quicker now and with a lot more efficiency than we could when I started. When I started, we didn't even have computers in our cars. We were just driving around, and I would have a little, a little, uh, a little whiteboard, a little bitty one that was on the roof of my car that I would take down and have to write down like what address I was going to, or where what I was what I was going to. That was one of the big things. You had to really be attentive to that. Nowadays, we can do some amazing stuff in our body camera systems. They're just they're phenomenal pieces of equipment that help us immensely. When I started, we. You know, it was hard to hear, you know, when you were outside of your car away from things to be able to hear interviews with people, you know, and actually pick up on, you know, stuff that you wanted to write down in a report. It was hard, you know, and the, it was hard for the prosecutors to like, well, what did they say? Now yeah. with the body camera, it's like, oh, this is easy. This is, you know, it's all right here laid out for us. Absolutely. And and one thing that I've always appreciated about uh, many services and and. You know, we're finding out uh, in, in, in the Ukraine, no matter how people feel about this, but not all forces have stayed with this ideal. But it's the ideal that even though the technology might advance, the individual behind that technology is still getting the training that they need uh, and not depending upon that tech. Uh, so it's great to see that, it, you know, they're tools. They're not right. changing the procedures, 
but they're fantastic tools that broaden the investigative uh, uh, process. And on that, I got to take a quick commercial break. More with the Sheridan Police Department after this. Stay with us. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. Sheridan Fellowship of Christian Athletes is receiving these funds for a random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Vehicles are going out. The lot of wearing Sheridan Chevrolet constantly moving with new and used vehicles. If you don't see what you're looking for, ask. The team of Shane, Mike, John, Nolan, and Tim are here to help you find the perfect ride for your lifestyle. Check out the back page of this week's Country Bounty for a page full of top quality vehicles or search online Sheridan Chevrolet. Better yet, stop by 107 East Alger and see this massive inventory wearing Sheridan Chevrolet 107 East Alger. It's your comfort zone. Your place to unwind so why not have it be exactly how you want it that's right it's time to spruce up your home if you're thinking about countertop remodeling in your kitchen bar or bathroom now is the perfect time with the bighorn home builders home show coming up to stop by the sheridan custom stone booth and see what your future could have in store so when you're ready for the big remodel the big remodel will be ready for you visit sheridan custom stone at 1765 south sheridan avenue or come see them at the home show this weekend to start your dream project in an idealized, seductively mythical Vienna of the past, a wise woman of the world is involved with a much younger lover. She is ultimately forced to accept the laws of time, giving him up to a pretty young heiress. Find out how it all unfolds in the Metropolitan Opera's presentation of Strauss's most popular opera, De Rosen Cavalier. 10 a.m. Saturday, April 22nd at Sheridan's Wild Theatre. Building, remodeling, or landscaping this spring? Maybe even all of the above? The Home and Garden Show at the Sheridan Ramada Plaza will have fresh ideas for you April 21st through the 23rd. Enter to win a $1,000 gift certificate to Landon's Greenhouse or purchase a raffle ticket from a Home Builder member for an Adirondack patio furniture made from materials donated by Blodorn and Connect Home Center with proceeds going to Sheridan College Construction Technology and apprenticeship students. Jackalope's Explore Alien Encounters. Intergalactic spaceport right yeah. here in Wyoming. It's never once been used. If I'm a UFO, I'm not going to be like, oh, look, they built us a this landing so I'm going to go right here. I'm now, go right there can't here. be anybody watching Look at all the guns they have. <laughs> <laughs> Let's land there. If you look on your right, you see the military. Yeah, right. left, you see yeah. the mountains. And in the middle is Redneck Joe. <laughs> and he's got a lot of weapons. Jackalope's Explore at podcastwyoming.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning I am speaking with the Chief of the Sheridan Police Department, Travis Coltiska, Captain of the Force, Tom Ringley, and Sergeant Jerry Rasmussen. Uh, the Sergeant is retiring and uh, he's, he's heading off to help his family with the farming. Uh, can't think of a better reason to uh, have to hang up the badge, but unfortunately, uh, we're going to lose a fantastic sergeant with years of knowledge. But I do want to congratulate you um, on you. all the service that you've done for this city. And, uh, you know, I, I'm speaking for everyone. Thank you. Yeah, no, I Thank appreciate you for it. everything that uh, you've done in uniform for us and out of uniform, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, one thing that uh, I do love is uh, the involvement of uh, police within the community. I do like to see that uh, out and about, you know, away from the department. Now, <clears throat> for years, I actually worked as the uh, for the Wyoming Army National Guard as an area retention supervisor. My day-to-day -day was to travel my area, speak with soldiers who were coming up on the end of their contract, and convince them, if needed, to remain in the service. Uh, there were many incentives to do so, but uh, keep in mind that there were two wars happening at that time. Men and women in uniform are real people who do have lives. That changed and take them to different places. The sergeant here is a fine example, just like the rest of the population. 
but they are also a considerable investment of time, money, and training. I was actually once told by an individual that it cost $1 million just to get me out of basic training, and that was in 2000. So building a force isn't easy. Keeping one for an extended length of time is even more challenging. Captain, how does the Sheridan Police Department retain the force that we have? Well, the very first step is, is to hire the right people. Um, we hire people that are going to fit in. And following up on that is, you know, people often ask the chief and I, if it's a Sheridan Police Department is a good place to work, of course, our answer is going to be yes. Right. If, if we said no, then something would be drastically it, wrong. But what we do is we constantly evolve um, as we improve the, the environment to where people want to be there, to where people feel like they belong um, and that they're part of something greater than themselves. And I'm not talking about the thin blue line cop bro culture, um, where it's us against them. We have people who enjoy being um, on our internal community at the police department, and they recognize where that community fits within the overall community in Sheridan. Um, and we, um, we take care of our people. Um, we don't second guess them. It's the, uh, we have, we've seen it quite a lot that where you know, you hear about people going through body worn camera videos to find people doing something wrong. We catch people doing stuff, right? Yeah. With the people we have, we assume they're doing the right thing. Um, we maintain the quality. We investigate all complaints. Um, every um, use of we've discussed use of force on on this show before. Um, and it, once again, it's not to get people doing something wrong. It's to give them the skills that they need to succeed in the community. Community, they get that feeling of a job well done, and they want to stay. Um, having said that, every once in a while, we do have people that, whether after a two or three years or after eight years, that maybe our standards are a little too high um, for what they want to get out of the job. It doesn't mean they're wrong. There's this somewhere else that may be a different right yeah. that, that matches their values. I like how you said that. Yeah, That's great. You know, it, it's kind of the problem with today's society. Um, people feel forced to take sides between, between two wrong positions. Well, the flip side of that is there can be two right positions, two right way to do things. Um, and someone may want to go be right somewhere else. And, and that's fine. But, you know, I was just thinking today and the chief might've heard it. It's like my office is at the other end of the building um, from our patrol report writing room dispatch. And all I heard was laughter and it was loud. And I don't know what Jerry was doing down there. You don't want to know. But, but that's the over, the overriding emotion we, we, we hear that, in our building is laughter and happiness and, and people um, trying to help each other out. Um, it's completely foreign to what I thought a police department would be like when I was hired. Um, yeah. You thought it would be all I, business all yeah, the time. I, I, I thought it'd be very, and it is structured, but the reason we can do that is because people know, they know what the structure is and they want to work within those parameters and they have chosen to be happy and to enjoy it. Um, and the last step is like, I, I referred to business decisions earlier. Um, Chief Cole Tiska won't tell you this, but he's put a ton of work into making sure we're as competitive as we can be um, in making sure that our, not, and it's, it's not officers, it's dispatchers and records technicians and our evidence tech and CSOs as well. The whole team. That they can enjoy living here and, and not have to worry as, as much about money and finances. Um, and in turn, we've had complete support from uh, City Administrator McRae, who's been absolutely fantastic, and our, our city government, who, who understand. And we're just not asking, we, we, we don't have an open checkbook, but we, they've given us the opportunity to uh, formulate a plan and also present the reasoning behind the plan. Um, if we need more officers, we just don't say, give us five more. It's like, here's our study. Yeah. Um, and here, here are our calls for service, and here's our schedule. Um, and here's what we expect officers to do um, in unallocated versus allocated times. Um, so all of that go, goes into re retention. It's just not paying people and letting them get away with everything because that's absolutely the wrong answer. Well, and, you know, I think um, if, if they had plucked me up and put me in a different platoon and I got there and, yeah, everyone was getting away with whatever they wanted, but they were, you know, incentivized well. 
Yeah. I would it, it, it wouldn't be a good fit. I, I wouldn't want to be in I, a, a I structure like that. I think people get more satisfaction out of being shown a high standard yes. and then surpassing that standard. Agreed. Because um, at the end of the day, people have to live within themselves, and they know if they did something half-baked, then they really didn't meet. People want to work, at least the people we hire, and they want to work hard, and they want to do a good job. Um, it's a, an internal um, drive um, to, to do a good job and to get satisfaction through that job and, and, and hanging out with like people. Yes. Yeah. And, and like, uh, with the Sergeant laughing with the team this morning, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Sergeant, one thing that I will say, and I'm not, I'm not trying to stir any emotion in you or anything, <laughs> but, uh, when, when I got out of the service, the one thing that I can say is I've probably, and I've laughed pretty hard, but I've never laughed so hard as I did with, uh, my brothers and sisters in arms. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe, maybe it was stressful situations. Maybe it was the way that we presented things, but there was always laughter. And, uh, and so I can, I can identify with, uh, like the, the Gary, environment Gary's, down there today. He, he's initiated his Phyllis Skullduggery at the, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure the whole team's going to miss out on that. Well, uh, how I'll, I'll ask one, one final question. Um, and, and, this may seem almost like a gimme, but if, if you could just kind of give me a little explanation as to why. Is character truly the most important thing to look at when you hire someone? It's everything. To wear that shield. It's, it's everything. You want the people that are going to do the right thing. When, and it's cliche, but... You can what, train me to what, do other things. Yeah, I, I can do it. I mean, someone managed to train me, <laughs> but you've got, we need the, it comes down to people that are going to do the right thing when no one's looking. We work by ourselves for the overwhelming uh, proportion of a, a shift. We may join up on calls, but we need people that of high moral character and, and, and ethics that will do what's right by the community when they're out there on their own. Absolutely. Chief? You know, it, it's, it's all about that critical time in, in a person's life when they have to make those decisions that, that matter to people outside themselves. And it's a lack, it's selflessness. Um, there are many situations we've all encountered where we could have acted a certain way that would have been in our best interest, but that's not what character does. We're acting in, in the community's best interest and in, in the victim and, and oftentimes in the person who made a poor choice. And so thinking outside of yourself is really uh, so important in this line of work because that's what we're doing. We're all doing this for the betterment of our, our community, of our society, and of our fellow man. And so you really have to and and it's a philosophy I bring to that office every day is that this is not about me. My job is to take care of those that are under this roof, um, almost like my own family, you know, and, and it's, you get, you just have to, you have to think that way. You have to be that type of person. And if you are that type of person, you know, you're going to make those decisions that are in the best interest of, of the people that we serve daily. And, and that's what it all boils down to, to me. Sergeant, I would like to give you the last word. Yeah, I think to reiterate on both what the captain and chief both said, you know, character is of the the most important thing. I often tell, especially being the training coordinator, I will tell not only the individuals that report to me as a sergeant, um, but also um, everybody that we go through training with. If I can make you a better police officer than me and give you that selflessness of myself, then I've done my job. It's not my goal at the end of the day to be the very best at this. I mean, I obviously want to be as good as I can but I want to make them better. Um, and really when it comes down to it with character, it's, I always tell, tell people there's two, two, two different forms of courage. There's moral courage and physical courage, and you're going to have to have both in this job. And we can train you how to shoot a gun. We can train you how to drive a car fast. We can train you in all kinds of different things that are necessary in this job. But at the end of the day, you have to be able to have the character to show up with both physical courage because there's going to be moments that are going to test you in that light and moral courage to be able to do the right thing when no one else is around. And both of those elements of courage are imperative in this job. Absolutely. Without recognition, without reward, doing the right thing in extremis. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the show this morning. Thank you, Floyd. Thank you. And uh, Sergeant, thank you for your Appreciate service. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, when we come back, we're going to speak with the mayor of Buffalo. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
is here, and so is the Bighorn Home Builders Home and Garden Show this weekend at the Ramada Plaza. Whether you're buying your first home, upgrading to a larger home, or thinking about a remodeling project but need help with financing, our experienced, friendly, and fast mortgage team will show you a variety of loan programs, refinancing options, and services to get you started. So this weekend, support our local home builders and attend the home show at the Ramada Plaza. We're committed to making home happen. First Federal Bank and Trust, investing in our community for over 88 years. Member FDIC. Champion Funeral Home is dedicated to providing compassionate and personalized service to your families. They provide support, personable care, and affordable prices to Sheridan and Johnson County and surrounding areas. Champion Funeral Home has been family-owned and operated since 1911. They will comfort you in your time of need and provide your family with a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Contact Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6369. Are you happy with your employment situation? Or are you thinking it's time to spring forward into a better job than the one you currently have? If so, plan to attend the Career Network Fair Wednesday, April 26th from 11 to 4 in the Sheridan College Golden Dome. Employers will be available to discuss various opportunities available and to answer any questions you have. This career fair is sponsored by Sheridan College, the Sheridan VA, and Wyoming Workforce Services. Mandy Koltiska from Century 21 BHA Realty brings you this pet of the week from the dog and cat shelter. Lilo looks like a pit bull terrier and loves to run around with her furry best friends. Wherever you go, Lilo is sure to follow. Gypsy is a lovely domestic long hair cat who loves to sing. This charming southern belle will have you wrapped around her paw. Come and see this gorgeous lady today. Face it, you don't want to do your own plumbing and heating work or repair. You need a professional, and that is exactly what you will get if you work with Wrap Plumbing and Heating. Being fully licensed, bonded, and insured, you can rest assured that they will take care of your repairs and maintenance in the very best way possible. Call Wrap Plumbing and Heating at 429-1196 and rest easy knowing it'll be done right. This is Dan Rapp with Wrap Plumbing and Heating. And as we like to say, if you find a leak, let me take a peek. We're getting ready to tee it up. The grass is greening up and things are happening at Kendrick Golf Course. Kendrick looks to be in great shape and the clubhouse is prepped and ready for use. While there are a lot of new things happening, rates are still extremely reasonable, making Kendrick Golf Course Sheridan's best golf value. Whether you're an avid golfer or someone just picking up the game, Kendrick is a perfect place for you. Play this season at Kendrick Golf Course. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. Joining us for the second part of the show this morning is the mayor of Buffalo, Mr. Shane Schrader. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Hey, good morning and a very fine morning it is. You get stuck inside and I get to be outside. So, ha, <laughs> ha, ha. I like it. it's it's uh it's not too bad uh i could open the window if 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 uh it gets nice out there right there's still just a bit of chill in the air how is no. your spring how is your spring going it's wonderful it's beautiful in buffalo it's always beautiful in buffalo but it's beautiful we got a lot of green grass popping up uh you know our big you know mount mount Prezinski is melted melting away and we're doing great down here this spring. Uh, Mr. Mayor, it is start. It, it's time to start cleaning things up over there. I know I've got a lot of stuff that I want to get out of my yard. I've got a lot of uh, old uh, old cupboards and things like that that got to go. Um, can you fill us in on uh, free dump day that's coming up around the corner? Yeah, free dump days is May seventeenth through the twentieth um, for you city folks. Stop down at City Hall, get your voucher. Um, you go, you load up your stuff, and you take it out to the landfill, and the city will pick up the bill for you during those days. So it's a great thing. It keeps our beautiful city even more beautiful, and it helps some folks out. Now, this is really an effort to do just that, kind of do some spring cleaning around uh, around the city, right? Absolutely. You know, there's you as human nature kicks in, we have a tendency to collect things. And then you have to buy a bigger house to collect more things and a bigger house to collect more things. And sometimes you just got to get rid of it. 
So, you know, as a city years ago decided we're going to help out and help keep our city beautiful and we'll give you a few days where the city will pick up the tab and you come in and get that voucher and haul your stuff out to the landfill and there you go. Now, one thing to remember is no hazardous waste, though, during this time. Um, we do have a hazardous waste day that's coming up in June 3rd, I do believe, and you can take the hazardous waste, batteries, paints, all that sort of ooky stuff, and you can take that out to the landfill, and it's free that day as well. So, so the the hazardous waste day, because I think this is different, uh, maybe from from the past, because I think there was another gathering somewhere. But the the new hazardous waste location is definitely at the landfill. Correct. It used to be at the fairgrounds, and now we just do it all out at the landfill, or I should say, the county does it out at the landfill, which is really nice because then it saves hauling the hazardous waste one more time. So. Now one one type of waste that we're going to be seeing a lot of, uh, green waste. What do we do with that, sir? So green waste, the city um, signs a contract <clears throat> with a trash distributor, I'll call him, here in town. And so from May through October, if you go down to Brzezinski Park, uh, the city owns a lot out on Cemetery Road, out by the schools there. And we provide big orange dumpsters, and you can dump your your green waste or your biological waste in there, your grass clippings, your leaves, your your branches, that type of thing, and you can dump it in there, and it doesn't cost you anything. But a point to remember is up until May, when that contract kicks in, it's still free to haul it to the landfill at any time. So, Okay, that's that's good to know. So we can still take it up to the, the regular landfill until we get those bins uh, distributed throughout the city. Correct. All right. Now, and, oh, and go ahead. For those of you that for those of you that didn't know, what they do with that green waste out at the landfill is they make some of the best topsoil you'll ever get in your life out there. Oh, so and they mulch it down, that. and they make topsoil, and you can go out there and buy a pickup load for about what you can buy a bag of potting soil for, and it's better than potting soil. So, absolutely that, uh, and they do that up here at the Sheridan landfill as well, and I know that's a very successful program. I'm going to switch gears on you here real quick, sir. Uh, we're going to go from talking about the beautiful spring to the budget. <laughs> How is your budget season going? It is moving forward. You know, we've met with department heads. Uh, we've met with the 1% board or 1% committee, made their presentation yesterday at the city-county meeting, and they've given their recommendations. And now it's just a matter of sitting down and tweaking and finding ways to save money and see where the best dollar gets the biggest bang. Yeah. You know, I, I would, I would ask what, what looks to be the greatest challenge that you're going to face with your team going into this budget session? Uh, well, you know, last night um, at the city council, uh, we moved to switch insurance carriers. Um, so we went from blue cross blue shield to Cigna that saved about a hundred thousand dollars a year right there. So that's what it, you know, in a, in any business, in any, in any operation of any sort, you know, labor's kind of your, your top dog, you know, at the bowl. And so you have to work to make sure that you're fair and equitable, equitable to your employees, but fair and equitable to the taxpayers as well. So that's always a nifty challenge. And then, you know, along with that, you have to buy equipment, um, We've had a uh, extremely fun year with potholes, and you know we've we've lost the base of one street, possibly two. So we're going to have to do that. And then in this year's budget, we kind of got to gear up for Main Street 2024 project. So there's a lot of unique things in this budget that we might not have seen in the last few years. Sir, on that uh, on that Main Street thought with with Sheridan's project underway. Are you paying attention to what's going on over here and, and maybe trying to mirror the good, the bad, and the ugly? We definitely are. And, you know, we're going to see where where Sheridan, and I'm, I'm sorry, folks in Sheridan, but you're kind of our guinea pig. Um, you'll see where the, the pluses and the minuses, and then we can use that to come down and, and tweak ours. Ours will be a little bit different because we're going to do some infrastructure, you know, while the street's open. We're going to do some infrastructure work underneath as well. So it's 
it's going to be a little bit different, but you know, we're going to live and learn and we're going to do what Sheridan does. And we're going to do some things that Sheridan. We're not going to do some things that happened up at Sheridan as those times go on. So it's a, it'll be a good learning process for us to see how Sheridan turns out. What are the concerns that business owners are voicing to you right now? Are they reflective of what Sheridan business owners have said? They're concerned well, about uh, foot traffic and parking? Absolutely. Foot traffic, parking. Um, you know, we have Prasinski Park and we have some other parking areas off to the side. You know, and just access into their into their businesses. Um, you know, unfortunately, construction season is the same as tourist season, which we kind of like and we we hope to to get a lot of tourism in so that's why this year um in approximately a month we're going to start tearing out the alleys behind the downtown businesses and start redoing all the alleys so you're essentially going to pave the entire alley system down there on main street yep the entire alley system um on both sides of the downtown district we're going with concrete on both sides now have you spoken with Wyandot concerning possibly accomplishing this uh, large-scale project in sections like Sheridan's doing or is the the because Buffalo isn't as large as Sheridan so are you gonna be able to get it done in maybe one whack or two um, it's going to go in sections but you know, Floyd Hours is going from interstate to interstate. Oh wow! So it'll wow. start. So it'll start at I ninety and end at I twenty five. So. So you do actually have a pretty dang good stretch right there, because that's that's quite yeah. a ways. It's going to start at I ninety and it'll end at I twenty five out by the high school. I didn't realize it was going to be that big, sir. Yeah, it's it's more than just the downtown district. It's going to be the the whole Main Street business loop. Wow. Wow. That, that is a, a good stretch of road. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to switch gears on you here real quick. Do you recently, uh, uh, now you recently got, uh, some liquor licenses passed. I was wondering, um, uh, Sheridan got some more liquor licenses this year due to population increase. Mm-hmm. Did Buffalo get more liquor licenses this year as well? Yes. We will be getting more in, uh, the first of July we will be, Receiving more liquor licenses. How how many? Uh, four sticks into my head, but folks don't quote me on that. But for some reason, four sticks in my head. Wow, that that, that just seems like quite a bit. Uh, I know it's mm-hmm. all based off the same metrics, uh, population, and the way things go. Mm-hmm. Um, have you? What's the procedure that Buffalo follows as far as uh, licensing those out? Well, you know, uh, they, you know they, they apply for one, and then, of course, it goes through all the planning, and are your plans approved, and are they not approved? And, you know, we're, you know, the most recent one that we had is, are you ready for this liquor license? If we issue this liquor license tonight, as an example, are you ready to, to start selling it as soon as you get this liquor license in hand? And that's kind of what we go on now. You know, we had a... Uh, a new one thrown at us because we had three people wanting the same liquor license, which I don't know as Buffalo has ever had in my history. I can't remember that many people wanting one liquor license. So things got a little different right there, but you know, it all came down to who's ready to, who's ready to sell liquor today. Oh, wow. So that's, that's kind of the decision. Who's, who's ready to get going. Yep, there's a process that goes into it that the clerk and the police chief and the building and planning and everybody looks at. But as far as like the council is like, okay, everybody says all the check marks are checked. Are you ready to go today? So, well, that would be that would be a good basis there. Now uh, I'm going to switch gears on you one more time because uh, Longmire Day sounds like it's going to be happening yeah. around July 20th. The official schedule mm-hmm. has not been released yet, but City Council yeah. did recently approve some street closure requests. Looks like Longmire is going to be happening again this year. Yeah, and it sounds like, uh, you know, the vast majority of the actors are coming. You know, there was a little bit of a hiccup in getting Mr. Taylor here from Australia, 
Um, that's all been worked out. And to my understanding, there might be even a new actor coming this year. Oh, fantastic. Maybe somebody, so, uh, someone who hasn't come in the past. Exactly. It sounds, you know, I'll, I'll tell a secret, but nobody tell anybody. Um, sounds like even Travis might come this year. The guy, the character Travis might be able to make it this year. So new, even new actors. Well, that's fantastic. So we're, we're excited about it. And, and then last night, we also approved our our annual Saturdays in the Square, and some of those will be in conjunction with Longmire Days. So there'll be a lot happening downtown Buffalo during those days. Fantastic. I got to go, sir. I greatly appreciate you calling in, taking some time with me today. You have fun sitting inside, and I'll be outside. Okay. <laughs> Will okay. do. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Sheridan Fellowship of Christian Athletes is receiving these funds for a random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to go. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're excited to help you with your next painting project. We have added the PPG line of paints along with our True Value paint line. This allows you so many new and exciting options for your next project. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing the right product, we're here to help. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. I'm kind of sad. Why is that? You know Candy, our parts manager? Yeah, everyone knows Candy. Well, she's retiring at the end of this month after 43 years with the company. Well, that's not sad. That's exciting. We are so grateful for her dedication to our business. She's helped thousands of customers throughout the years, and our store won't be the same without her. We invite all of you to join us for a cookie and flower social Thursday, April 27th, and Friday, April 28th. Well, wish Candy all the best in her retirement from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. In this day and age, everyone's looking for a great value deal. Well, look no further than your locally owned McDonald's. The $3.50 value deal is available at your McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Choose from a McDouble, hot and spicy, or six-piece chicken McNuggets, plus a small fry for $3.50. Now that is the value. Don't forget to download the McDonald's app for even more great deals. Look no further for a great value deal than your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. While renovation understands that all situations are different, and they want you to know that they're judgment-free, no matter the state of your home, if you're looking to get out from under it or just want to walk away due to the amount of work that it needs, Wild Renovation is here to help. They'll look at any home, no matter the condition, and make you an offer. Get money for your home without involving a realtor. Learn more at wildrenovation.com or find them on Facebook. The Bighorn Home Builders invite you to the Home and Garden Show this weekend at the Ramada Plaza. Check this week's Country Bounty for the official Bighorn Home Builders Home and Garden Show magazine. This magazine will guide you through many of the vendors and events taking place this weekend, as well as articles on how to protect and beautify your home. The Home Builders magazine. Find it in this week's Country Bounty. KROE, Sheridan, broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studios.